Okay, hello, hello, fam. Welcome back to another episode. And today we're going to be talking about overcoming that shadow Kermit feeling to be petty and to get triggered and how we don't just jump straight into clapping back, which I know, I know it's hard. And I know you want to just punch that person in the face or you want to just go off. And sometimes, sometimes you can't help it. You got to go off, sis. But how can we mitigate getting to that point? Or how can we learn how to calm ourselves down? Or what can we do to prevent that inner petty patty from coming out? Let's talk about it. Okay, so where to begin? Well, let's start with this. I am undoubtedly a hothead. I have been very much quick to anger and slow to calm. So I, trust me, I know a thing or two about feeling the need to be petty. I am also very much sharp-tongued. I like to think I'm quick-witted. And sometimes once I start, I just cannot stop. And it's a problem. I am working on it. I've gotten so much better from my early 20s to now. For the record, I'm 28. So I think I will continue to improve upon this as as I age, but who the heck knows? Because sometimes people just need to be checked. Let's start with road rage. I have the worst road rage. I cannot tell you how despicable I think other drivers are. I am from New York. I'm a native New Yorker, and I learned how to drive in the Bronx. So it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it has been very difficult navigating not only the other drivers, but pedestrians, because hello, people don't care in New York. They just they cross when they see fit. But other than that, I feel like since COVID happened, people on the road are just crazier in general. Everyone's on edge because everyone's sick of all the lockdowns. Everyone is sick of being home. Everybody wants to be out and about and back to normal life. I get that. But that doesn't give you license to be in, on on the road. <laughs> so I'll admit, I will admit that I have been petty and at a stoplight. If it just turns green and somebody beeps me, we all go wait. I don't care if it wasn't even the person right behind me. We all go wait. And then when I am ready to go, I'm going five miles an hour. And there have been times where I rolled down my window to flip off whoever it was that beeped me in the first place. Because where are you going? <laughs> where, where could you possibly have to get to that quickly? I can see if a pregnant woman is in the car giving labor. I can see if somebody is really and truly sick and you're panicked. But, bruh, the light just changed. Don't try me. But I'm working on that. I am working on that to be better. Not only because people are crazy. Granted, I might be crazier. But also because 
sometimes just being that petty and letting those things get to you weighs on your spirit and your day. Or even if it's not your whole day, it's at least a couple minutes, you know, you're heated, you got to kind of bring yourself down, calm down. And sometimes that's not always easy, especially if you've already had a rough morning. And the older I get, the more and more I learn that not every action needs a reaction. Let me say that one more time. Not every action needs a reaction. Sometimes I, I admittedly still react <laughs> knowing that that action didn't need the reaction. But I'm also learning where my energy is best served and how to protect my own energy and my mental state and how to have more productive conversations and expressions of feelings without just jumping from one to 10 or 20 in my case sometimes. And granted, it's a lesson learned with time, but it also has to be something that you work on. For example, if you know something is getting you upset, maybe you need to take a step back for one. So if it's a conversation, maybe you need to say, listen, <laughs> we need to pick this up another time. If it's a situation, maybe you need to back away from the situation and go do something else that either brings you joy, as, as Marie Kondo would say, or that can kind of level you out. So if, I will forever and always be an advocate of meditation. So if you meditate, maybe it's meditation, something that can just kind of level you out and equalize you. Or if you like working out, maybe it's exercising, whether that be going to the gym or just staying home and doing your thing. So in the beginning, when you're working on not unleashing that inner petty patty, maybe you need to start figuring out when a good time to step back or step away is. Now, I have done that for quite some time. And granted, it has helped, but in some situations when I'm trying to have a conversation and it's getting heated and I know that I'm a go off and I take a step back, I have been <laughs> very much in the wrong by waiting a little bit too long. So if you do take a step back, just try and make sure that it's not days or weeks or months or years before you continue that conversation or before you're able to confront whatever the situation is. Take a step back to allow your brain a minute to breathe, to gain, to, excuse me, to gain clarity on the situation. So that way you can come back a little bit more level-headed and less heated, less vexed, but also not forgetful of everything that happened and so far removed from the moment and the feelings that Either they'll bubble back up again and you'll get even more angry or more upset. Or you have become so numb to that feeling that if it's an interpersonal conflict that you kind of overlook things and you're willing to lessen or loosen your boundaries. So if you set clear boundaries for yourself and you're upset because those boundaries have been crossed and you've taken a step back, <laughs> you've thought about it, maybe it's been a week or two, you're kind of like, eh, you know what, I don't even understand why I was that mad. No. Maybe that week or two should have been a couple of hours or a day or two. 
you still need to feel the feelings and allow yourself to feel those feelings and then be able to express them. Once you have evolved from that level, (laughs) I think this is the level that I'm at, and it's just not getting so angry or so offended so quickly. And I will admit, this is not all the time because I, I do have a pretty thick skin, but depending on who it's coming from, I'll get, I'll get very angry very quickly if I feel disrespected. And it's understanding that everything isn't an attack on you or you personally, especially when it comes to the road rage issue. Understanding that sometimes it's people's issues and making that quick decision on whether or not you want to address that person's issue (laughs) or you just want to leave it alone. Now, granted, just because somebody else is having a bad day or other people are in terrible situations and they treat you poorly, it doesn't mean that they all get a pass. It's fine to to brush it off or, you know, water under the bridge for a day or in a specific instance, especially if you know this person. But if it is reoccurring behavior or if it is something, you're having a bad day too. Sometimes people need to be checked and they need to understand that that behavior is not acceptable with you. It might be acceptable with other people, but it is not acceptable with you. And it's now finding not only the balance between not reacting and reacting or communicating your feelings, but it's also finding the balance of respectfully checking that person and reaffirming your boundaries. Because there's a way to go off. <laughs> there's, and trust me, if we are alike, you know how to go off. But between that and respectfully, <laughs> not only respectfully, but also firmly educating that person on where you stand and what you will accept. So Petty Patty will say, well, that's why your nails look crusty and and dusty anyway. Something that has nothing to do with the issue at hand. Whereas mature Melinda, you like that? I just made that up. (laughs) Whereas mature Melinda will say, listen, I understand you might be having a bad day, but what you just said is disrespectful to me. And I do not need to be spoken to in this manner. Because see, that's what your brain somewhere deep down really feels and means, (laughs) wants to say. You know, the brain really wants to say that somewhere deep down in there. But your heart is like, nah, we're not going to take this. They're not going to talk to us like that. They're not going to play me. And I get that. I get that because that is me every single day. This, I... (laughs) It'll be, I know this fool's not trying to play me. Or I know this mm, behind me is not beeping me. This light just changed. Or better yet, I know this M effort didn't just cut me off in traffic. (laughs) But I've also got to know when to just let it go. When to let it go and keep it pushing because my energy is much more important than dealing with that. So in the case of road rage, I think that's one of those times where it is definitely much better to just let it go. Will I let it go today or tomorrow? Probably not. (laughs) 
but I'm working on getting better at not letting these people get to me. Why? Because it's not worth it. And let me tell you, when I am very emotional, whether it be angry, I can I can drive when I'm very sad too, but when I'm really angry or frustrated, I'm not a good driver. I think I'm a decent driver. I know I'm courteous. I know the rules of the road. I'm, I'm good. But once I get heated, once I'm vexed, once I'm upset, once I'm pissed off, there are diminishing returns on my driving. <laughs> so now let's quickly talk about friends and I guess significant others and when they are upsetting and I think that there is a way to communicate how you feel without being quick to snap at them and I find that the best way to not only calm yourself down a little bit and still communicate how you feel but also disarm the other person is to say When this happened, when you did this, when you said this, I felt blank. And it changes the whole dynamic of the conversation because it's not a blame. You're not clapping back. You're not saying, well, you're stupid anyway. (laughs) That's not a clap back I usually come up with, but it's, it's a lot more clever than that depending on the situation. It's less blame and more acknowledgement for how you feel and it's also calling out the behavior it's calling out the behavior it's calling out the speech it's calling out whatever it is that actually bothered you now granted the person altogether can bother you but don't say that don't say you get on my last nerves anyway that's the last thing you want to say because then that's just gonna throw everything through the (laughs) it's just gonna it's gonna be terrible and also when using extreme language like you always do this or you never do that that's also very triggering language and when other people use it you need to call them out on it too because that's probably a trigger too oh i always leave dishes in the sink or oh i never acknowledge you i never do this for you i never hang out with you i never spend time with you you know that takes you from one to a million real quick So Mature Melinda needs to come out. Mature Melinda needs to kick Petty Patty's ass, if I'm being honest. And as you get older, you will learn this. But And as I get older, I'm still learning this and I'm still improving on it. You learn that you've just been stirring up and striking out when it comes to conflict resolution. And there comes a point in time where you're tired of striking out and you want to not only communicate better, but you want to have better relationships with people and you want to just be a peaceful, joyful person because not everybody likes to live in drama. And I think becoming less reactive and being giving into your shadow Kermit less often is a big part of achieving that peaceful, drama-free lifestyle. Granted, your life's probably never going to be 100% drama-free or 100% peaceful. But I think by not letting the little everyday things get to us, we can do a much better job at maintaining a somewhat baseline level of peace and drama-free living. 
yeah, so I'm I'm at the stage where I am being communicative a little bit more quickly. And by doing that, that definitely means that a lot of the things that I say and mean don't come out perfectly. And I think it's important to get into this stage of being a little bit quicker to communicate instead of taking such long steps back. Doing that with someone who is supportive and open to you making mistakes or saying things that you're not sure you mean. Now, that's not to say go around telling people you hate them or anything, but maybe you don't use the right word or words at first. Or maybe you're a little dramatic and you make something seem a little bit worse than it is because you're upset. You've got to be working with somebody else who's also working to get to that that sweet spot of communicative expression so that you're not shamed or blamed or put in an awkward position where they think that you're feeling or saying something that you're not. And you've also got to be open enough to do that with someone. So what is the ultimate key to not getting triggered? It's just time and patience. Time, patience, and attention, I should say. So it's going to take time understanding your triggers and what it is that really, really grinds your gears and taking time to step back and out of that anger or frustration or upset in order to get a clearer head. It's going to take patience because you're not going to be perfect at this out the gate. It's just not going to happen. It's going to take time and you'll need the patience with yourself and grace for yourself in order to do this. And attention is really just understanding whether or not the situation, the person, the thing is worthy of the attention that your clapback is about to give. If you're quick-witted like I am, maybe it'll be a quick clapback, but you have to also think of the repercussions of that clapback as well as how it's going to make you feel, the relationship dynamic will change, just everything it, about the aftermath <laughs> of that clapback, of that snap, of that quick, let me get you together. Just being aware of the fact that it's going to take time, you're going to have to be patient, and you're going to have to assess whether or not addressing the situation in the shadow Kermit petty patty way is appropriate or worth the attention that it will take and energy that it will take to give that that response. I hope this episode made some sense. I hope it resonated with you. If not, let me know. And if it does, I appreciate you downloading and listening. And I would appreciate as well if you would leave a review somewhere. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, most podcast platforms have review sections. So if you can just leave me a review, I would greatly appreciate that. And as always, I appreciate you. So go forth to the second or the second half. Well, no, it's still pretty early in the month. The, the second third of this month or second fifth of this, whatever. Just go into the rest of the month and the rest of this year peaceful and drama-free and more mature Melinda. Let's let's open our arms and our lives to more mature Melindas and a little less petty patty. 
especially since the world is just is is nuts out there (laughs) so let's let's use this time to focus on ourselves and get ourselves all the way together so when things are a hundred percent open when we really outside outside we're the best versions of ourselves outside thank you so much beautiful people i'm out peace